0: And welcome back to episode three of Just Let Me Talk. So last week we were talking about friends on the last episode. And we'll discuss more of that today. But wanted to also touch base on the feelings that I'm going through as I'm getting closer and closer to retirement. Um, Feeling that I'm being left out. Feelings that I'm... Not as valued feelings that uh, they're ignoring me, and it may not be that way, but I'm seeing where I've been there so long, I have missed, um, memories of everything we've done. So when they tried to make changes, I that we've not done that, and what I'm finding is now that I'll be leaving. Shortly, next three months, three and a half months, all of a sudden the people who've been in the woodwork who've been wanting to do things are then we'll start doing this. And I can't really complain about it as long as I don't have to do it. It's like counting money. I've been there all these years. The money was always counted by the business office. The but we didn't have to. So they've been more on other staff. All of a sudden they can't do the deposit. All of a sudden they can't do this. And I know that they probably have gotten busier, but they're on the staff that they have always done. And so I've noticed that they're going to train the new person to do the money in the morning instead of letting the business office do it. So that everyone's on the same page. Well, then all of a sudden, they've got one job less to do. So um, that's just, you know, that happens. There was a girl that worked with us, and she'd always done the statistics a certain way. She did them every day, and then she added them up at the end of the month. And when she left, and I started looking at things, it was, why was she doing it every day? When at the end of the month, you can just run a month-long report But she was doing this every day and they, it was a lot of detail work that you can leave to just once a month versus doing it every day. And it's because she'd always done it this way. It was always this way and no one ever looked at it and said, hey, why are you doing it this way? We've got this computer system. It's gonna automatically do it once a month. Why are you running it every day? And so when she left and we started looking at it, The thing she was doing that took up 50% of her time, so you know, that took half as long to do because she was doing them every day and they only needed to be done once a month. But if we had probably said that to her sooner, she might have been upset because it's upsetting to see how people want to change things when you leave. When there's nothing wrong with the way you've been doing it, and all of a sudden they're coming in going, okay, we're going to make all these changes. And so that was one of the reasons when I come back to work, I don't really want to see anybody. I want to go at weird hours when no one's there because one i don't want to hear about all the wonderful changes they've made because it might hurt my feelings that they're making these changes and two if it's really bad i don't want to hear how bad it is because then i'll feel sorry for them but this week there was another instance of somebody uh, pushing back um, or because i am losing my influence as we get closer and closer to my leaving retiring, these people are suddenly doing and saying things that normally they wouldn't have done because I had a better influence. Now their influence is, well, when she's gone, let's do this, or she's never wanted this, so let's do this now. And it's, it's painful to me. I don't know if it's just their they're glad I'm gone or if it's just the way things progress but it can be hurtful when this is happening and these are not things that I was expecting to happen I was ready I've got this going I've got this plan and all of a sudden I'm like oh my gosh I'm not going to be useful at all. They're taking away all my jobs, they're doing all this stuff, and what am I going to do when I come back? I'll be low man on the total pole. And they may say, hey, we don't want you back. So I can't push back too much or make too much of a fuss about this because they may say, hey, uh, you're retiring, we just want you gone. Whereas in my mind, yeah, I'm retiring, but I saw it more as a month-long vacation to come back and work limited hours because, I'm tired of working 40 hours a week. I'd like to work a few less hours and then do other things that I want to do. But enough of that, enough of the anger and depression I had this week. Let's move on to something more fun. Friends. You need friends. And last week I talked in generalities of finding a friend, locating friends, why friends were important. But let's get down to the nitty-dirty dirt, nitty, any gritty on this, friends. First of all, as you're looking for friends, don't reinvent the wheel. Look at what you're doing, where you're going, the people already around you. These are people that might be useful. Useful, that's not really what I meant to say, but these are people who might be friends. Do you go to a gym? Do you go to a coffee shop every day? Do you go to church? Do you go to the synagogue? Do you go somewhere for religious um, services every week or monthly? Do you go to the gardening center? Do you always talk to the same people at the gardening center? Do you go to a little store all the time? Look at these circles. Start paying attention. And it doesn't really depend on age you don't have to look for older people like yourself you can look for people that are younger or even older than you or really younger than you age shouldn't define what friends that you're looking at i mean it can be helpful but it's don't let that define you so if you see the same person at the coffee shop every day start conversations, start talking a little bit more to them. If you go to the library, start talking to the people at the library. If you go to the same drugstore all the time, start and you see the same people, start looking at them and thinking about what to do and how to connect with them. And yes, you're gonna have to put yourself out there. You're gonna have to make yourself talk to them. You're gonna have to make yourself say, hey, would you like to get coffee? And some of these people are gonna turn you down. Shake it off and move on. And you'll say, well, I had a bad experience. I'm not good at making friends. Hey, been there, done that, that's me. And I'm an introvert, so I don't feel like I need friends anyway. So it's gonna be hard. And yes, maybe you've been hurt in the past by friends or you tried to make friends and it didn't work. Okay, as Jenny Allen says, give yourself a minute to be sad yes it was hurtful it was sad it was something you don't want to think about okay give yourself that minute shake it off and move on you are going to find someone who can be your friend start with coffee start with lunch start with hey I'm going down here to the store and I think I said this last week just ask him to go with you invite them spend time with them check on them and yes i've had that i checked on uh, a person i thought wanted i wanted to be friends with checked on them tried to talk to them knew they were feeling a little depressed did all this for them and they still never reciprocated and i hear in my head now jenny allen saying did you show them vulnerability did you show them that you also were vulnerable and it's hard for us to show being vulnerable but the this book by Jenny Allen find your people is a great resource it helps you look at what you're doing with people how to re- reach people things to look at but start looking at where you go you don't have to go out and start a volunteer job to find friends there may be people that could be your friends that are already in the places that you go another place uh, the senior center people there Also, seniors, go on the senior trips. Do the senior activities. This is how you meet other seniors. Now, myself, I'm not a bus person. I thought I would like bus traveling. Oh, my gosh. I I can't stand it. I'm antsy. I'm uncomfortable. And a lot of these bus trips can be days on the bus. And so that is not something I'll probably do for a while. I might eventually get there if my husband were to pass away and we were going together or I get older and the bus doesn't bother me but right now being on the bus for just several hours drives me insane But look at this sit down get out a piece of paper write the places you go on a regular basis write down people in there that you see all the time the same people and and start making conversations and if if they don't seem interested in talking to you move on you know it's going to be okay but you've got to do this for your own happiness and we get back to the morbid if you were to fall in your house and nobody's checking on you nobody's missing you but I went to this book club and these women check on each other they may not do anything else in life together but they do check on each other for the book club they only meet once a month so it doesn't have to be anything major or anything that you're going to every week join a book club go to the garden center talk to the people there this and don't go to Lowe's maybe go to a local garden center where the same people are there or the owners there like there is this tea shop that I went to when we were in blowing rock a couple weeks ago I could see myself going there once a week to get tea, or every morning to get tea and talking with the owner. She was the nicest person when I was in there. I could start going every day, have them make a cup of tea, finally say, hey, well, we got the tea here. Let's, you know, you're free for lunch or we'll go do something. And if they don't seem interested, move on. But this is how you make friends you don't have to have a BFF. You're not looking for a BFF. That's great if that happens, but maybe not. Maybe you're just looking for a friend to go to the movies with. That's always a possibility. So. So put yourself out there. It's hard sometimes. It can be scary. But you need friends. And then once you've got friends, plan to do things with them. Don't be an introvert. Don't stay at home. Don't go, oh, okay, I'll check on them once a week. You need to spend time with friends. You need to make plans. But sometimes just say, hey, I'm in the mood to go to the movies. Do you want to go with me? Or, hey, let's go out and grab lunch. It doesn't have to be planned week in advance. But let's start with the basics. Start looking at where you go and who the people are. And uh, we'll end it there because, just because. Anyways, thanks for joining me. Have a great day. Hi, and thank you for joining the latest episode of Just Let Me Talk today's episode was brought to you by the keto sisters 21 day real life challenge it's a great challenge that teaches you keto from the ground up you're taught how to track your carbs how to add fat to your diet teaching you about the reality of fat bombs and also at the very last week adding in protein, and understanding your macros. It's a great way to learn keto. It's a great way to learn to sustain keto and have it as a lifestyle, not a fad diet. The link is in the notes. Disclaimer, if you sign up, I do get a small commission. Also, if you like this episode, if you have any ideas for future episodes, please leave them in the comments. Also, thank you for subscribing.